0: You know, boutique firms are always a great way to start your real estate career if it's something that you're interested in. And the reason for that is it's small, it's close knit, you're going to have that family friendly environment versus just being a number, just being uh, an agent under a broker in charge who says, hey man, here's your desk, Uh, here's some business cards, you can hang your license right there, get to selling, good luck. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate, a podcast for driven
1: real estate professionals. And guys, I'm so excited to share with you my good friend, Robert Whitesides. He's here with us today. Robert, dude, I am excited for you to tell everybody about what it is that you're doing. You were sharing with me some stuff just a second ago that I had no idea. I didn't realize that you were a top, top producer, 1% in the entire state. Is that what you said? No, yeah, man. That's yeah. amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah man. I That's awesome.
0: Very humble. D- didn't realize that I was able to do the numbers that I did and 2021. But that's just kind of my theory. I like just keep my head down and clean my plate. (laughs) <laughs> and then I wake up and then do it again. And then when somebody tells me, Hey Rob, you did this. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's but, but, but that's the result
1: of keeping your head down and doing the work every day. Right? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's listen, being in sales, it can be a lonely place, especially if you want to be a producer. Right. right. And I feel like at this stage in my career, I still have a lot of heavy lifting to do. We're mm-hmm. trying to grow a business We're we're gaining some traction. We've made some incredible modifications to the business model and, uh, you know, takes a lot of hard work. That's you know, awesome. There's, there's nobody successful that hasn't failed a bunch and, and doesn't bust their ass every day.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, and I, I want to get to that because I think that's, that's a really important point to, to harp on for just a little while. But before we get into all that stuff, tell everybody a little bit about who Robert Rice is. How'd you guys, how'd you come to this, uh, this game of real estate being a real estate, uh, professional?
0: Oh man, that's, a uh, that's that. That could be a long answer, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you the the Cliff's Notes version of that. Um, I was kind of born to do it because I grew up in a real estate family. Uh, but of course, when I was at Clemson, the last thing that I wanted to do was to work within my family. Right. So once I finished school, I, you know. Hightailed it and got the hell out of Dodge <laughs> County. Actually came to Greenville and that's how I met our mutual friend, Oh, that's Sean cool. Rory, which is Detroit. which is actually who connected us Absolutely. when I first started the business. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was pretty deep in the music. Um, had created a little successful buzz about the 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 music business that that I had kind of started doing in the upstate of South Carolina and, and afforded me to perform at a lot of really cool venues, meet a lot of really neat artists and and unique talent about the United States, and all that was well and good. At the same time, I was selling Latin advertising, man. (laughs) How about that? It's (laughs) Sexy Amarilla. Yeah, so I I, I did that just because, you know, it was kind of like trying to prove a point. I don't need to work in real estate. Right, right. And at the time, I'm, you know, 23, 24 years old. I knew everything, right? (laughs) Right, right. Nobody tell me shit. (laughs) Right. Um. So, yeah, and then after, you know, some soul searching and, and again, when you're in sales to that capacity and on the road, it it becomes pretty lonely and I was starting to get old and then less, uh, started talking about retirement. My father had already retired from building. My grandparents were getting older. So I felt like it was a smart thing to do from, you know, from just a a legacy standpoint and Mm. having a a strong why, you know, just to get back to your roots and, um, yeah, so that that's why I, I I grew up around it. I'm really good at it even though I don't care about houses. You're right. I don't really care about real estate, but I love helping people, man. Huh. And I feel like what better platform to earn someone's to do trust that, yeah. To help them to, you know, help them to find their happy by Purchasing or helping them to purchase what could be the largest purchase of their life or investment of their life.
1: A hundred percent, right? Yeah, it's so a pretty
0: pretty serious vehicle.
1: Well, and I and I will say of of all the agents that I've had a pleasure of working with, the the real estate professionals that really keep people at the center of their um, at the center of their business, mm-hmm. those are the ones that seem to excel far more than anybody else. Right. Um, so having a love and a passion for real estate, I think is great, but definitely having a love and passion for helping people. That's, that really seems to be what separates the the top earners, the top producers from everybody else. So that's awesome. Well, so then tell me just a little bit about, um, you know, so I, I, I the reason I asked you on, and the reason we got you in here is cause man, when I think of Robert Whitesides, you are a definite, uh, you're a very unique character when it comes to being a a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. You're not the typical agent, man. Right. You know, like, (laughs) like, like you've got your own voice that I think that you fit really well into. Every time I watch your videos on, on social media or anytime I'm, you know, seeing it, talking to you on the phone, heading out to a listing, you're kind of giving us an update on what that listing needs. We need to focus on at that listing. You always have a unique uh, flair about Mm -hmm. you, you know, and you're distinctly Robert Whitesides. Yeah. And I got to say, it's really, Refreshing, man. It's refreshing because you know we talk with a lot of real estate professionals every day, and I think what constantly astounds me is that day in and day out, like I think when agents and you you spoke to this earlier, but when agents become an agent or when a real estate professional becomes an agent, they typically kind of have this copy and paste mentality where it's like, so I've got to now be a professional and I've got to act and I've got to talk and I've got to speak like I'm a professional. but that doesn't fit their personality at all. That's, that's not who they are. Right. And there's a bit of a disconnect there. I think when they go and they try to help somebody, when you're speaking and talking and acting in a way that doesn't align with who you are and the values that you have and and the way you think, I think sometimes that people can kind of sense that, you know, and I think it kind of is a challenge. So I wanted to dive in with you just a little bit on how you think about your personal brand. Right. And how you think about like, how, how do you approach communicating that personal brand. And maybe you don't, I don't know, like maybe you don't think about it. Maybe you just do it. Yeah, Right. Because I think that might, that might be a part of it, but um, how do you, how do you approach it? Have you thought, have you put like effort into it? Have you thought about, we were talking about being the real estate go-to guy. Like that was, that was kind of a thing you said, well, somebody just, somebody said it was a good idea and I looked it up and nobody had it. So I took it.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just osmosis is huge, right? You know, just picking up things through your everyday life, being around people and, 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 and learning through experiences and things like that. Um, so the real estate go-to guy, yeah, I was doing a video with a good friend who was on the team at the time and she was our marketing director. And I just so happened to say in the video, I want to be your real estate go-to guy. And she said, that's it. You should use that as a hashtag. So we real quickly looked on the Google and didn't see a hashtag like, again. Like what the hell? How is the hashtag? How does it not exist? Right. It was 2015. How does it not exist? That real estate go to guide not exist. Well, it does now, you know, so I, I jumped on that. And in terms of my personality, man, I don't try. It's me. I'm always me. I say, it, I say it more often than not. I'm, I'm as transparent as Brita filter water, baby. <laughs> you know, I, I don't leave any room for people to wonder how I'm feeling. And I, I don't like wasting time or my breath because I need both of those to live. And you do too, right? We all get 24. How proficient can we be with each hour? For sure. With each minute, with each second. Hmm. So when I do real estate, I'm just me. Any real estate agent can let you in a house. Any real estate agent can negotiate a contract and get paid a commission. Right. What sets agents apart is the extra mile, the relationship, the ability to pick up the phone and call your agent and get something handled that might not be in real estate. Hmm. You're a newcomer to the area. How many people, important people, are in your real estate agent's cell phone? Hmm. And will they answer your real estate agent's phone call if he's calling them to get a favor for their client it's it's when someone wants to work with me they're not working with me because they want to buy a house they're working with me because they want to work with me hmm. right i'm helping people understand that i'm not selling you a home i'm selling you the experience to work with someone who's going to get you some results hmm. we're going to have fun and we're going to stay focused And when it's all said and done, you're going to hate leaving your property when you go on vacation and you're going to love when you come back to it. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, that's awesome. But but with me, it's just me. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how to be fake and, and I'm super confident. Right. Right. I'm confident because of the way that I've been trained, the way that I've been taught, the way that I've been brought up in real estate. I have been trained and mentored by what I believe one of the most brilliant real estate minds in existence. And. He don't make a lot of mistakes. Right. And I'm, and I'm blessed to say he's my uncle. Right. So with that said, when you are super confident in what you do, you can speak with conviction. Yeah. And most importantly, if you're confident in what you're saying, then you can have a whole lot more fun with it. You can cut up and jive. It's like when you're really good at something, if you play basketball your whole life, you could shoot free throws while singing a song. Hmm. You know what I mean? If you are really good at something, then you can multitask with it. But most importantly, you're confident in your ability.
1: That's very cool. Cause I know that people are probably listening to this right now. They're watching you right now and they're saying, you know, I I wasn't sure that I wanted to be an agent. I'm not, I wasn't sure that I wanted to be a realtor because I didn't want to be somebody I'm not. But they're looking at you and they're going, wait a minute, Robert's a top producer, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. so you can be successful in this business and just be yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think that's amazing. And I, I, something I really wanted to make sure that we got out there to everybody. Talk to me uh, just a second about this idea of uh, confidence. Cause I, I tell people often that confidence comes from having a history of success. And, right. a history of, and a history of failure. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, I was hoping you would go there. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of talk about that. You know, like when I'm sure that not every transaction has been smooth as rain for you in your lifetime, right? Oh, oh,
0: oh! of course they all, it's <laughs> all been super dope, spectacular.
1: <laughs> so, so uh, not that you have to tell us, give us like specific examples, but I'm curious, how has your mindset around failure developed? over the past you know 10 years um, as you've been doing this and as you've had more transactions as you're climbing the ranks when it comes to being a top producer yeah. how do you think about how do you think about failure now as opposed to when you were younger
0: and you first got started right won't do it that way no more <laughs> that's it that's it when it's, it's a lesson right I absorb I apply and I proceed accordingly right so when I fail and I and I am so thankful and and I mean, it's great to say that I don't have a lot of mess ups anymore. Right. I don't have a lot of deals get away from me. Sure. And if they do, it's typically so far out of everyone's control. There's nothing that we could do, not even pray to save it. For, for sure. Right. So when it comes to, um, you, were, you, were, you, were, you were talking about you know, confidence and, and you were talking about failure, I live with anxiety. I think if you want to be good at something, you need to be obsessed with improvement. Yes, Mm, yes. Yeah. You need to be obsessed with improvement. Mm. But you know improvement is a hard thing to accomplish, especially the better you get. That's right. The harder it is to get better. So you always have to live with that angst, that anxiety of this might be the last deal. This might be the one that really kicks my ass. But if, if you always have that inside of you, you're prepared for it. Hmm. right and luck will always favor the prepared mind Hmm. always and every time well said so if you go into it expecting that there could be some roadblocks there could be some speed bumps there could be some detours you know you know where you know where a is where you start you know where b is where you need to go doesn't matter how you get there just just get there and you know if you go this way and er, you hit the brakes right won't do that that way no more, right? You know, you just right. know you, you you don't you don't do it that way anymore, right? Um, communication is everything, though, man. Yeah, it, real estate is ninety percent of communication, and the reason the reason that real estate agents and real estate professionals have a kind of a, a, a nasty stigma with them is because so many of them are poor communicators. That's right. And the younger agents are the worst. Yeah. They love that text, man. What happened to the communication pyramid? <laughs> face to face is at the top, man. Text is way down there at the base. Huh. You know, I, I, I think another reason that I'm able to, to have the opportunity to influence so many families' lives year over year is because I'm still old school in my methods of communication.
1: Which I think a lot of people appreciate.
0: Right, I like to get face to face with people. Yeah, I'm gonna call you way before I text you. Yeah, you know, y'all both know that about. Yeah, me. that's right. I mean, <laughs> you know, i i I am not I am not afraid to say what's on my mind because we need to cut to the chase and get results. Yeah, right. So, yeah, man, just communication is huge. Staying on top of. Of everything and being proactive versus reactive, when you start living by those things, your confidence level will go up. Your 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 fear of failure will always be there, but it will not impede your progress.
1: Well said, no, well that said. That makes man. sense. that no, makes total sense. Yeah, like, that's well it's said. It's Just like all, yeah, that's well said. It's a vibe. And 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 what I'm what I'm also really uh, I've always really respected about uh, the Les Walden team is the idea of having a team. I think is really, really important. You've got, you've got people that you can lean on, you know, oh, man. When, something happens, oh, man. when something happens and you're like, Hey, I'm not sure how to handle this or I'm not sure where to, what to do or who to talk to or mm-hmm. where to go. Or you, you've got that team of people who you can kind of go to and you can say, Hey, listen, here's a situation. I really, I, I really want to help these people. How do we navigate through this, through these, you know, murky waters? Mm-hmm. Um, has that been a big part of your, of, of your story?
0: Having, having, huge. yeah, huge. There'd be no way. That any of us from from the Walden Real Estate team would be able to produce at the level that we produce. Yeah, you think I could do a hundred and three agents as a hundred and three sides as an individual agent by myself? Nah, there's man. no way. No way. There's I've no got way. incredible support staff. Mm. You know, incredible support staff. My my work wife Nikki Nicholson, <laughs> uh, who is out on maternity leave right now, and let me tell you just just having her gone you know even though we've got a phenomenal backup in place until she gets back it's just you you have a family yeah your support staff your agents they become a family and even less he's not in production right but he's very much the head of the family yeah he's very involved and if you need him he's gonna be there you will never have to worry about whether that, whether or not that man's going to show up.
1: Well, so I think this brings us to another question, which is, uh, which every new agent I think is trying to figure out mm-hmm. how do I find the right mentor for me? I think you were very blessed, man. I think you, oh. you, 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 fell into a great situation, you know, that you, you've by, you've put in the work, mm-hmm. uh, there's no doubt about it. You've put yeah. in the work, but you also had kind of a, a, a built-in mentor mm-hmm. that a lot of people doesn't have, you know, when they're first right. starting, do you have any suggestions? I mean, I, you, I think you believe in the idea of a mentor and having somebody that you can yeah. learn from who's been there before yeah. and who's kind of paved that path for you. Right. But is there uh, is do you have any suggestions on on for new agents who's trying to find the right mentor, who's trying to find the right person to go to 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 learn from and to and to figure this business out?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, boutique firms are always a great way to start your real estate career if it's something that you're interested in. And the reason for that is it's small. It's close knit. You're going to have that family friendly environment versus just being a number, just being uh, an agent under a broker in charge who says, Hey man, here's your desk. Uh, here's some business cards. You can hang your license right there. Get to selling. Good luck. You know, hmm. you get with these small boutique firms or these team ridges. Um, I love where, that team ridges. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you just, you just taught me that term. I love it. That's perfect. Where it's like you, um, everybody kind of relies on everyone to produce, to help. Right. Um, I mean, you, you you obviously have people within the team that are going to out-earn other people in the, sure. sales, the sales aspect. But the most important thing is, is you know, uh, you help one, you help all. Hmm. We're all helping each other. And even though I may have more experience than the other agents on the team, there are things that happen from a situational standpoint that have educated me, that happen to them. You know, you don't have that mentality of helping one another when you are in 95% hmm. of the real estate brokerages out there hmm. uh, because a lot of those foster a mentality of scarcity. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Whereas we're, we are very much in, in the land of abundance. That's awesome. The love is strong. The deals are there. Right. Right. The deals are there. The market is changing. Right. There's no doubt. But guess what? Demand is still pretty high mm-hmm. because people need places to live.
1: That's right. <laughs> and, and inventory is still, is still low. It's still low. It's still low. It hasn't and, changed.
0: And people have this, you know, misconception when they see these, <coughs> these headlines that say, you know, South Carolina dropped to 1%. Month over month and home sales don't get home sales and home values mixed with, up, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Houses aren't selling as quick and as by the masses they once. Yeah, of course not. Interest rates have gone <laughs> right. up, like duh, right? But they're still selling and they're still appreciating. They may not be appreciating one percent per month like they were last, year.
1: which is nuts. But we're just going yeah. back
0: to a normalized growth. That was an right. anomaly, right. really. Twenty twenty, most of twenty twenty, and all of twenty twenty one. They were anomaly. Right. Not normal. Right. Right. So we're just getting back to a normalized rate of growth. That's all we're doing. And yes, sales are slowing down, but the properties that we list, they're still selling pretty quick. 100%. Yeah. Pretty quick. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know. (laughs) know. Y'all are taking a picture of it and seeing them go up. Y'all know what's happening.
1: So I want to go back to the, to the idea of scarcity versus abundance. Cause I think this is actually a really important concept that it's really funny. You mentioned, you mentioned agents and a lot of the brokerages, I, we see it. I literally got a text message yesterday from an agent who says, yeah, I'm moving over to this new brokerage or whatever. It happens all the time, man. Oh, man. Like it's like a, it's, it's like a merry-go-round when it comes to agents. Uh, yeah. You know? And so I think that there's a lot to be said for how, uh, agents inside of those brokerages feel on a day-to-day basis. Right. And, and kind of the atmosphere and the environment that that's breeded in those, in those brokerages. I'm not necessarily saying that one's good or one's bad, but I'm just saying like, it's very evident when, when I'm, when I see agents day-to-day that's moving brokerages and they're moving around, they're looking for something, Mm -hmm. they're looking for something. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think it's, they're looking for support, like real support. They're looking for how to like how to how to really manage and grow their business, Mm -hmm. which is another thing where I I know that there's training. I know all the brokerages give training, but I mean, do they do they?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. So how many many sit you down for a month and make you sit down with a broker in charge and the team leader two hours a day, four days a week for four weeks before you get your first lead?
1: So I'd imagine not many. Yeah. I'd imagine not many. Yeah. Well, and and I think I think you know this th- for for a lot of agents, they're sitting there thinking themselves, oh, okay, well, let me hang my let me hang my uh, let me hang my uh, license here. Let me go into the office. I'm going to spend every day in the office from nine, nine o'clock in the morning until five o'clock. I put in a good day's work, and and things are going to happen for me. My business is going to start to grow. Mm-hmm. It's like no, you just because you went, and you walked in, you sat down at that desk doesn't necessarily mean that you were doing any revenue generating activities that's going right. to get you leads in the door, right? That's right? And if and if nobody's helped you understand 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 what are the activities you should be doing on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. in order to get those leads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I can understand why they'd be frustrating, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're right. So going back to the whole abundance versus scarcity thing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, when, 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 when you're operating, it's funny you said that because press and I were literally talking before you came in and we're talking about when, when we have people that we're talking with, it's easy for us to be able to walk away from something or for us to be able to have a level mindset when we kind of live in a, in a, in an idea of abundance. We know that hey, if this doesn't if this deal doesn't work out, there's going to be another. It's going to be okay. It's it's fine. But when you approach something from an idea of scarcity, you know, from a sales standpoint, I guess what I'm trying to say is how do you see scarcity affecting sales, right? Because when you when you when you go into a sales situation and you have this mindset of scarcity, it kind of forces you into a place that you're, you're, you're not saying the right things anymore. Like you're, you're, you want that sale just a little too bad. Right. Yeah. And I think that that, people and that. people can see that and that's not a good look. Right. Mm-hmm. I think most people, when they start to feel some desperation, most people's inner triggers start going off and they're going, oh, okay, well, hold on, wait a minute. Like, I thought this guy was the professional that I was coming to to solve my problem. If he doesn't have other people, like if he's, if he needs my business that bad, because he doesn't have anybody like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So can you kind of talk to me for a little bit about that? And and maybe, maybe this is, I, I didn't give you this ahead of time. So I don't know if you've thought about this, but I'm just curious, like how, how do you approach it from a sales perspective? How do you think about abundance and scarcity?
0: Okay. So scarcity is, is. I mean, it's a real thing, right? It, we we just experienced it with toilet paper not long ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> you start going all over the place, right. Trying to find uh, a striking paper, but no. So, a lot of scarcity is is a mind frame. It's a it's a it's a, the way that you're thinking, and that can be um, that can be embedded in you by by the way that you are trained. Hmm. You know, scarcity if you're focused on the right thing and and the right thing being your clients, Hmm. and we're talking about real estate exclusively, sure, right? But if you're focused on your clients and your clients exclusively, you understand that castles are relative. doesn't matter what the commission, like screw the commission, right? Help them find they're happy. And if you get really good at that, really good at that, and you get your confidence level where it needs to be. Scarcity won't exist Mm. because you become frothy. Mm. And when you become frothy, you stay at the top. Yeah. So when you walk into something understanding that there will probably be more, but still live with the fear that we talked about, that angst, that anxiety, that's what keeps you on your toes. But know in your heart that there's going to be more. Hmm. Just get better every time you do it. Hmm. Every time you get an opportunity, get a little bit better. Because as this market is changing and deals are becoming a little harder to come by, Hmm. the consumer will know. Hmm. Smart consumers will know whether or not you're good or whether or not you're feeding them a line of shit. Right. Right? Good clients recognize good agents shit clients recognize shit agents hmm. and it just it 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 happens that way um if you want to be someone who is chasing every pop-tart opportunity someone just calls a sign says hey i want to look at this and you're not asking them the right questions then you're just trying to sell a house right you're not trying to help someone find happy. Hmm. Figure out what their why is, right? So stay focused on those things all the time. What happens out here and over there, we can't change that, man. Hmm. We can't change that. But for the present and for the foreseeable future, real estate agents are somewhat of a necessity. Right. Right? So just get good at it. Right. Become frothy. Get dangerous. And guess what? you always going to eat. Right. You always going to eat. <laughs> you know, the, the 80-20 rule is a real thing. For sure. It's a real thing in your industry and in our industry sure. and everyone's industry. For sure. And, and, and to, to dig deeper, before we talked about that, you were all asking about the, the benefits of that and the training. Well, as I told you, the scarcity and abundance is very much a, a, a mentality, Yes, right. It's a mentality. It's a real thing, but how you don't let it dictate how you perform as a sales professional. Right, right. So it's a mentality. Well, if you're a part of a firm that gives you that hands-on training and hires based on culture first, then man, all that does is just multiply. Hundred percent magnifies. But the moment you bring in a rotten apple, it can spoil the bunch. Hmm. So that's what's so great about the boutique firms is because you're mindful as to who you're bringing in because you know everybody. Because it's a family. And everybody in that family is after the same goal. Yeah. Helping people find happy. Yeah. And having fun while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Right? So if everybody's living by that culture and everybody understands that if you do the right thing, if you make your calls, if you do what you're supposed to do and go where you're supposed to go when you say you're supposed to go there and do it all the time, focus on your clients. Screw the houses. Screw the dirt. Focus on your clients. Screw the commission. Focus on your clients. You will produce. There's Mm -hmm. just no doubt about it. You will produce. Mm -hmm. And... For you young agents out there, you need to make sure that you're buying into a system like that. Not someone who just says, well, we got an 80-20 split. Cool. That sounds great. What value are you bringing to my career? Right. How are you helping me grow within this company while helping the company grow? Right. Right. And I understand that our TeamRidge is probably not the best business model for agents that are out there banging it. Right. That are doing big numbers. You know, our business model is great for people that want to get in, do a lot of transactions, not feel like they're doing a lot of work, but still manage to make a good bit of money. For sure. Right? For sure. It's the best of both worlds. You may not get as much of one transaction, but I promise you, you're going to do three to one. Right. You're going to do three transactions per one versus the normal structure versus our structure. But it's all systemized. We all train on those systems, and we require you to know those systems. We test you on those systems before you become a valuable member of the team. Yeah. Right? We bring you on understanding that you're going to make the team better, but we also know the onboarding is a process. It doesn't happen like that. Yeah, overnight. You know? So yeah. a lot of it's just culture. A lot of it's mentality. So that's, awesome. that's, that's how I stay focused on abundance. That's how the team that's around me stays focused on abundance.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So as we wrap up, tell me it, you know, for, cause you've, you've given such good advice here. And you, even there at the end, there was a lot of really good advice. If somebody's coming up to you and they're saying, Hey Robert, like, I, I think I want to be, I think I want to be a realtor. I think I want to get into this. And I think I want to try to help people. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's your top three tips? Like what, what's the
0: thing that you're like, okay, so if this is what you want to do, this is, this is how you should get started. Okay. So, first thing I tell people when they want to get into real estate, I say, be prepared to not get a paycheck for six months. Yeah. Even if you're good. Do you have six months of wealth saved up? To live like you're living right now, comfortably, do you have six months of wealth saved up? Because it takes time. It takes grind. It takes consistency, persistency, and ain't no sacred days when you grow in your business. Hmm. Ain't no sacred days. (laughs) Because guess what, people visit where you live during the holidays. That's right,
2: and yeah. they need
0: help. That's right. There are no sacred days, hmm. so that's the first thing. Have your your money saved up. Next is what we just talked about. Make sure that you hang your license with a brokerage that is going to give you immediate value. Hmm. And that doesn't mean a a greater split. Right. Are they going to teach you how to fish? Right. Are they going to teach you how to work your sphere? Because for every 19 contacts that you have in your cell phone, there's a deal in the Mm. next 180 days. Mm. That's a a statistic, right? I mean, that's real stuff. Mm. For every 19, those are your have-mets. Is the brokerage you join going to teach you those things? Are they going to add value to your career the moment right. you start? And then last but not least, I just ask them, I say, you got quitting in your blood? <laughs> <laughs> because if you got quitting in your blood, <laughs> this shit ain't for you. <laughs> because you don't really see like dividends in terms of financial comfort until you've been doing it for a few years and running hard. You know? But you remove the cap. It's not a salary,
1: you know, hundred percent. The upside is there, right? It's, you, it's, you, you just got to work to get there. You got to get, you just got to work to get there. You
0: got to go hard. That's right. You got to go hard. And when I first, when I first took real estate, like super serious, Les would make sure I was in that office at eight 30. Cause he was right. If I wasn't there at eight 30, it's eight 31. He's sending me a text. Where you at, man? Where you at? I didn't take any days off. I worked every weekend. I was grinding, making my phone calls. If I didn't have appointments, I was in the office making phone calls. Some people say, oh, to be a good agent, you don't have to go in the office. Man, listen, I'm friends with a lot of the top agents in the in the western upstate and the upstate mm-hmm. of South Carolina and, um, and and other states, and they're in that office. They may not live there. But they're in that office. They're putting in the hours. They're in there. I mean, they <laughs> they they show up. Right. They show up. You you have to have some some structure. Hmm. You know, you have to have some type of work ethic that is a routine that is, again, a system that can be approved upon hmm. that is living, breathing, growing every day, but you just add to it and improve it and streamline it.
1: Well, I think for most agents, like that is, that is the issue, right? Because one of the reasons they want to get in the business, they think they can make a lot of money, right? Right. They think that they, they can, can make, they can make their, their own, own schedule, schedule right? Right? <laughs> oh, God, right? AKA I'm lazy. <laughs> right? AKA
0: I'm, I'm lazy as hell.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it, uh, there's, there's plenty of reasons that make a ton of sense why somebody would want to become an agent and get into For it. For sure. The problem though, is that literally most all those are what's going to hold you back mm-hmm. from actually making progress right. and what's going to hold you back from actually building a business that is going to be worth all those hours you put into it. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Don't throw me in a car and not give me a roadmap and tell me I need to get somewhere. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You got to, you have to, you have to give people, well, you have to grant your agency autonomy to feel like they're somewhat of an entrepreneur within the company. Hmm. They've got to feel like they've got the opportunity to make more money the harder they work. Mm. You know? That's what it is. That's what I mean, it is. You, you, you remove the cap. It's not like you're a salesperson getting a salary with a couple bonuses because you sell X number of homes. Right. I mean, the moment you get the salary is the moment you give up hope. That's right. The moment you take the wins about your sales. <laughs> you know? So, again, you just have to, man. That's what that's what's so scary about the the younger agents that that are getting into the business that I've seen get in the business just since 2019 and so many of them have quit. Right. Some of them which I thought would be really good. Right. But I guess they just had too much quit in their blood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and, and some of them, I, I truly believe they, they the reason they quit is because no one was there to give them value. No one was there to give them that roadmap, that structure. At least the foundation of the routine. Yeah. There are things that you can do that are proven, processes that are proven that if you do day in, day out, you will be a successful real estate agent. All these ideas have been around for decades. (laughs) Mine's far more brilliant than mine, far more brilliant than yours. Mm -hmm. But a very small percentage execute. That's right. But those that do, produce. That's right. Right? Yeah. Everybody got ideas. Everybody got ideas. It's the ones that take them across the finish line. That, that's, that's when you start getting your props that you deserve. That's well said, man.
1: That's a perfect way to end this this yeah. podcast. Yeah, Ro- Robert, man. man, thank you so much. Man, I appreciate this, oh, man. Oh, and and uh, Hopefully you can get some good sound bites. Out yeah, of no, no, it's gonna, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> no, uh, I really appreciate you being here, man. I absolutely, appreciate you man. doing this. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go check out Spotify, see if I can find some R dub on the. It's oh, on there.
0: <laughs> Is it really? Unfortunately. <laughs> it's on there. You never took it down. I, uh, I mean, I, I guess I could, but I mean, as long as I still get these little eighty-one cent checks. Oh, <laughs> heck man. <I> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, Robert, man, thanks for being here, dude. Absolutely, I really dude. Appreciate, appreciate it. I hope you have a
0: great day. Oh, absolutely, yeah. man. Appreciate it. And everybody, before he, Crossgate Realty Media, they're the best. <laughs> thanks, the best man. visual thanks. experience, easiest to work with. It's fantastic. I know, but I, I, in thanks. all honesty, I do appreciate the, the reason that our properties sell in the manner that they do is because of that sparkle that you put on them when y'all go out there and, and take pictures. And Preston is just... Absolutely nuts with him. Yeah, he's, he's 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 incredible, isn't he? The social media platform that y'all are getting the vertical video that y'all are working on uh, now. Yeah, 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 I think that shit's gonna be hot. Yeah, does that performed really well, right?
1: Yeah, I know. You, I know you sent me some little testimonials about it. Yeah, but but like it was it popped, right? Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did
2: pretty
1: good. That's where things are going, man. Yeah, I think so. That's where things are it's going. It's trending. It's trending. Certainly. Yeah, it's trending. Well, thanks, man. I Absolutely, appreciate it. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hopefully this was really helpful to you in your journey of building a business. If you liked what you heard, please click subscribe and go to iTunes and give us a rating that helps us out tremendously when we're producing, hopefully content of huge value to you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And I hope that you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you soon.